Welcome to the Peace Grows Here podcast. I'm your host, Yelena Fiafilatas, with my Blooming Heart Hypnotherapy and Coaching. And this is a place for you if you're looking for business strategies, emotional wellness advice, and stories from fellow ladies entrepreneurs. Welcome. Hello, everybody. This is the Peace Growth Here podcast here again with you. And I'm your host, Indiana Theophilatas, with my Blooming Heart Hypnotherapy and Coaching. And I have an amazing friend of mine today with me, Valerie. Mm-hmm. She is a trauma informed anxiety coach. And what she does is so close to my heart. So I just want to hand it over straight to her, allow her to introduce herself and share a bit of a story about how she is doing what she's doing and whatever else that Valerie excites you and is on top of your mind that you want to share with the audience. Yay. Yay. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm so freaking excited to be here to share more about anxiety and trauma and and sharing things that people really need to hear. Um, So a little bit about me. So I am from Ohio. I am an anxiety. I'm a trauma-informed anxiety coach and hypnotherapist, um, as well as so a personal story for me. And I'll just share kind of how I got into this whole realm of anxiety coaching and hypnotherapy Mm -hmm. is for me, um, I originally had a plan to get my PhD in clinical psychology. Um, that was kind of the traditional route that I was planning on going. Um, but in the past year before applying to all these PhD and master's programs, um, I myself tried hypnotherapy and it was the only thing that really helped me to reduce my anxiety levels to share a little bit of a background around me. Um, I used to have really debilitating chronic anxiety and it really plagued my life. It started causing a lot of health issues like adrenal fatigue, um, chronic joint pain that had no medical cause. Um, I started breaking out an acne really, really terribly. Um, so it really, really, really took my life for a turn. And so anxiety was really, um, reduced from hypnotherapy. So it was just truly, something that I was so passionate about because I tried talk therapy for, you know, over five years at that point. And although talk therapy was helpful, hypnotherapy really helped move the needle forward. And so for me, I kind of was like, okay, I'm going to screw this PhD route and I'm going to go straight into hypnotherapy, start my own business Mm -hmm. um, and just help people in a way that I felt I needed that support back then. Um, and now I've been trained in a ton of different other modalities to help clients, um, and support them with trauma recovery as well. So that's a little bit about me. Um, I also have a cat named Oscar. (laughs) He's the light of my world. Um, yeah. So that's a little bit about me and my story. So yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing. I can relate to so much of what you said in terms of uh, first choosing more of a traditional route and then trying hypnotherapy. I still did go more traditional route. I did master's in social work, but definitely hypnotherapy happened then somewhere in between. And I realized how powerful it was as a modality because talk therapy doesn't definitely doesn't cut it in a lot of cases. Uh, So it's just um, very interesting to observe. And 
how you seemingly aware following uh, a route that I, I did too. And I can also relate with um, to having like a skin and acne, especially actually it flared up for me when my anxiety was the highest, of course, it kind of makes sense when I was in grad school, when I did go that traditional route and when my schedule was just so packed with things to do and mm-hmm. I had no time for self-care. So that's when my anxiety mm-hmm. actually went through the roof so um i wonder if you could share a little more maybe just expand on what you said uh just now about maybe uh how you came from let's say here you are trying hypnotherapy for the first time and noticing the difference and going um yeah maybe you can speak to that difference and how it inspired you to move forward on this path yeah, absolutely. So just clarifying, you're you're just kind of wondering, you know, what what inspired me to do hypnotherapy and more of like what was going on in my life that was that sort of thing? Yes, in your life and more of a, that kind of a aha moment or moments that you experienced mm. after hypnotherapy and seeing like that difference that pulled you into that world deeper. Oh, yes. What a beautiful question. I'm loving, loving this question. I'm going to answer that. So for me, you know, obviously I was doing talk therapy for years and all that kind of stuff. Um, So for me, basically, I was really struggling with, you know, chronic anxiety. And so when I tried hypnotherapy for the first time, it almost felt like it was able to shut my mind off. It was like, the craziest feeling Mm -hmm. almost because when we have anxiety, we're overthinking, we have all these stories, all these assumptions in our mind, all these beliefs about ourselves that are really running the show. And so for me, it really, for me, like my first hypnotherapy session, for me, a really big root of the anxiety I was experiencing was this big feeling and core wound of not feeling good enough. And mm. so for me, when when you feel not good enough, for me, it was also driving my behavior in, you know, college, I graduated with, you know, summa um, uh, magna cum laude, 3.7 GPA, I was in all these honor societies, mm-hmm. you know, t- just, just, just driving myself a little bit bananas with the workload <laughs> that I had. Um, And it was just really driving from that core wound of not being good enough. So if Mm -hmm. I don't feel good enough, then I'm going to feel the need to overwork, to prove my worth, to prove my value, to prove that I'm good enough because I don't feel good enough within. And then, of course, we are research suggests we are running from our subconscious mind 95% of the time. So this subconscious belief I'm not good enough, it's also going to attract situations, people and things to reflect that wound back to me because, Mm -hmm. you know, our unconscious beliefs are always reflected into our reality. Um, But for me, just, it it brought me back, hypnotherapy brought me back to past scenes that I wasn't even aware of that Mm -hmm. had me believing that I wasn't good enough based on, you know, my own father wound of him not being emotionally available Mm -hmm. for me. So as a child, you don't, you can't understand why is my mom or dad not available for me? Maybe they're going Mm -hmm. through a divorce. Maybe a parent died. Maybe they're struggling with their own mental health. Um, And so that creates these attachment wounds. And because we are little, we don't have logic to say, oh, my parent is really struggling. 
So they can't mm-hmm. be here for me. It's just, oh, I'm not good enough. And so that really gets imprinted in our system. And we become frozen in time as this mm-hmm. three-year-old, five-year-old, seven-year-old self. And then we go into the world with that mindset. So doing hypnotherapy and, and somatic, you know, reprogramming mm-hmm. and subconscious reprogramming is extremely imperative for rewiring your your brain to help you feel calm and to really change your self-image about yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, definitely hit home <laughs> uh, with me too in terms of um, emotionally unavailable parental figure at some point in my life uh, and resulting in feeling not enough, but not knowing that that was underneath of it all, you know, mm-hmm. to a certain point when we finally look into that and hypnotherapy really does a good job as what you were saying to help us to slow down enough uh, to just look inside what what's in there that's driving the whole thing and I also loved how you said that it just allowed you to step out of that like constant thinking space and um because anxiety is just like what you said, it's constant overthinking and all of that. And just having that space of not having to be in this constant churning and churning of our own thoughts can be so liberating. And it's also inspiring that we might want more of that after we actually know that it's possible that it's real because anxiety can make us think that we just going to be stuck in that pattern all Mm -hmm. over again. Mm-hmm. And you're right uh, in terms of, I also found that hypnotherapy does a much better job in terms of stopping the mind, so to say, even though it's not really like I have a really 100% paused, you know, it's still a thinking machine, but talk therapy doesn't necessarily always allow for the experience and hypnotherapy is very experiential, just like somatic therapy as well. Um, Correct. So um, anything else you want to add? Maybe something resonated from what I just said. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, absolutely. So with our subconscious mind, right? And it's not that talk therapy is quote unquote, you know, maybe it's just a little bit less effective, right? With hypnotherapy, Mm -hmm. you know, you don't even you know, coming from our conscious mind, we don't even know maybe why we're feeling not good enough. We don't even know mm-hmm. why we're anxious. People say, oh, I'm, I'm feeling anxious for no reason. Um, and so hypnotherapy allows us to connect to that unconscious mind, that part of us that's operating from that little girl or little boy who's three, mm-hmm. five or seven years old, or even 30 years old, etc. And so just getting deeper into that is super duper duper important. And anxiety, just because you are experiencing anxiety does not mean you're broken. It just means that your nervous system is stuck in the flight response. It's stuck in that survival mm-hmm. mode because it feels safer to worry. Mm-hmm. It's always an unconscious programming. It's not something that we are consciously choosing. No one wakes up and goes, I'm going to feel anxious today. <laughs> I want to feel anxious. Mm-hmm. And and so, you know, we cannot think our way out of an anxious response. We need to feel our way out of it. So that's why somatic therapy and hypnotherapy, what I've found is that it can be a lot more 
um, effective and you can get results much quicker than per se talk therapy, just because that's how our brain works. When our, when we are in survival mode, when we're anxious, when we're depressed, our prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for our logical part of our mind, it literally shuts down. So mm-hmm. any, lo- anything logical that we're <laughs> saying to our yeah. mind, we're going to be like, someone says, just calm down or just cheer mm-hmm. up funny. Like, I wish I could just do yeah. that. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like we have to go beyond that analytical thinking mind and really connect with our body, with our feelings. That's where the root is. That's how we are able to really mm-hmm. allow ourselves to shift out of this anxious energy and just have compassion for yourself within that space. Cause it is really painful to feel anxious all the time because I've been there and I, I know that story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true go um into the nervous system first work with that work with the body because when we are in that flight of fight state at all times or even often enough our rational the prefrontal cortex part of the brain is just not fully there and this is why when we have all of those worst case scenarios floating out in our minds it's hard to keep them in check because what keeps them in check and reminds us that they are not really that probable is our rational mind, but it's not really that available when we're flooded with this response, survival response. So it makes so much sense to work with the body first and then address the mind because when the body's calm, mine is so much more easier <laughs> to work with as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree. Working with those feelings, working with the body, working with the unconscious mind is truly key to transforming your relationship with yourself, with others, and with your anxiety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yay. I hope that is one of the takeaways that people listening to this episode is already kind of noting down because to be honest, like this is, I feel like when a lot of people suffering from anxiety make a mistake where they go for the mind first and they kind of forget that there is a whole somatic component to this work that needs to be addressed because the, our physiological state will always has such a great immense influence on what, how and what we think about. And unless we are feeling safe in our body, we will find that our mind we'll always fight back, so to say. We always have more anxious thoughts to offer just because how um, in a survival response our body is at that time. Maybe you want to comment on that? Yes, absolutely. Our nervous system completely directly affects our thoughts, our anxiety, whether we're depressed or not. So just to give a little background, like... Mm -hmm. Um, with the nervous system. So when we are in that fight or flight state, when we're feeling really anxious, our thoughts are going to be like, I don't have enough time. This is Mm -hmm. too much. Um, You know, thinking those worst case scenarios, ruminating over past mistakes, ruminating over future worries. And this is a completely unconscious thing that our our body feels safest to go into flight if freeze Mm -hmm. fawn or fight is not available so freeze means depression like a depressed state fawn means people pleasing and then the fight is your anger response so feeling that anger Mm -hmm. um and so that is just one of the states of the nervous system and how it can really impact our thoughts and so we don't want to first 
change our thoughts. We first want to change our physical state, our body. We want to work mm-hmm. with the body. Um, and some, you know, favorite tools of mine for anxiety are EFT tapping, hypnotherapy, um, somatic therapy, um, intuitive movement, really moving that anxiety out of the body, um, dancing, shaking. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of different like somatic tools to help you get out of the, the flight response, that anxious mm-hmm. response, um, to help kind of discharge that energy, um, deep breathing. So like for anxiety, we have so much energy in our system, right? And it's wanting to be discharged. Mm-hmm. Whereas the freeze response, for example, when we're depressed, we feel like we have no energy. So how mm-hmm. we approach the flight response versus the freeze response is going to be very, very different. And so having someone who is trauma-informed and is knowledgeable about the nervous system is going to radically change you know, your relationship with your body and that anxious response. Um, because when you can really work with that, it's, it's really, really transformational. Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just changes everything. Yeah. I cannot agree more with you. Um, since I found out about polyvagal theory and started just applying it to Mm -hmm. myself and work it in, into the work with my clients. It's just been such a huge difference. I just feel like they're confirming everything that I already kind of knew about my body, but I never really had a language to speak about it. And um, yeah, it's just phenomenal to know that the anxiety has multiple components and not to forget that there is a physiological state component that is so present and not to just go straight into the mind that is not necessarily the most hospitable place when the body's still in a survival response so it makes so much more sense to start with the body and all of those techniques that you suggested EFT and hypnotherapy and deep breathing which kind of leads me to the question that I wanted to pose to you next I'm curious about what is that that you work on with with your clients i mean i i i can guess that it's anxiety related (laughs) um things and of course maybe you could also share about like what are your offers uh what are you excited about in your business now what are you putting out there and so that people can like know how they can work with you if they want to Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for that question. So I really specialize in anxiety and childhood trauma, um, you know, and generational trauma, really healing those patterns, because anxiety, it's really coming from that inner child who's been wounded and has a lot of painful beliefs that are not rooted in reality. Um, based on that trauma. Um, also complex post-traumatic stress disorder is another one of my specialties, um, really working with the body um, and reparenting your inner child. Because when we do inner child work, our brain doesn't know the difference between real and imaginary. So when you're mm-hmm. doing that inner child work and you're going back to comfort that three-year-old who is maybe physically or mentally abused, or maybe they just had a really tough challenging moment in school and no one was there to support them we start Mm -hmm. making those beliefs about ourselves from an unconscious place so when we go back as this adult self you know in hypnotherapy or somatic therapy we're going back to comfort that three-year-old and we're having that healing experience we're getting that support that we never received and so trauma is defined as something that's too much and too soon so when we're able Mm -hmm. to comfort that little girl or that little boy everything starts to shift 
everything starts to shift in your body. That's when clients have huge emotional releases and just so that's where they get to have so much love for themselves and just be able to feel safer and coming back home to their body. And that's really the goal of any sort of therapy or personal growth journey. Um, and so some offerings of mine, um, so currently we're like recording this at the end of, no in the middle of November, and this is coming out in January, February. Um, by then I will have my new course out. It's called Freedom from Anxiety. Yay. So really, this is going to be all about how to heal from childhood trauma, heal your nervous system, and really reduce anxiety and feel safer in your body. We need mm -hmm. that trauma-informed approach to get there. So if you feel aligned with my work, that is a beautiful course that's going to be um, made by January, February, as well as I have my 12-week one-on-one anxiety restart program. Um, so that is where I have all my somatic modalities where we're really helping you reduce anxiety, shift your, you know, anxious attachment, really shift a lot of these patterns that are contributing to your anxiety, really working on healing that childhood trauma and giving you that support that you really need. Um, and that just includes everything. Um, but my course is more made for people who maybe aren't ready for that one-on-one -on -one commitment, um, are just looking to get started, or maybe they have already done all the things and they just want something to really kickstart um, their journey to more relaxation and peace and freedom within mm -hmm. themselves. So, and then another thing is I have a podcast myself called the anxiety recovery podcast. Mm -hmm. I have amazing guests. I have just, I talk a lot more about my story and how to heal from all these amazing things. Um, so yeah. And then, uh, my Instagram is at heal with Val. So that's H E A L with V A L. And then my website, is valrubin.com, V-A-L-R-U-B-I-N.com. Um, so that is all my offerings. That is where you can connect with me. Yay. Oh, yeah. Yes, please do. Um, course, and the one-on-one, -on -one and the podcast. Just pick your journey <laughs> with that. Yes. Where you want to start. <laughs> and I'm just so excited um, about your course. I am working on one myself but it's definitely not coming in february <laughs> january so i'm just cheering everybody on who like doing their thing so yeah a course and a podcast is a i feel like it's a great start for people who are considering one-on-one -on -one and then they just want more of that <laughs> which i think probably gonna happen with you valerie with <laughs> you, uh, what you do and your story and, and the knowledge that you are carrying into the world. So yeah, all of those going to be in the show notes. And so I invite everybody who's listening to kind of bookmark all of that information in their mind. And we will now talk about the tips and tricks and something a little more of like um, practical that Valerie, you mm -hmm. might want to have us consider doing to help ourselves with anxiety and it can be like you know breathing technique or it can be like a mindset shift it can be a story like anything that you want people to walk away from listening to this podcast amazing thank you so 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 much I really really appreciate that so some techniques 
um, that I, some techniques and, and I know you said a mindset shift. So I'll share some techniques in a moment. Um, but mm-hmm. I heard this quote from Eckhart Tolle yesterday and I was like, this is so effing powerful. I want to make a whole post on it. <laughs> but as soon as you asked me this, I was like, wow, I have to share this. Yeah. Um, so Eckhart Tolle says, when you want to arrive at your goal more than you want to be doing what you are doing, you are becoming stressed. So mm-hmm. I think that that is a really key component is when you notice you're becoming stressed or anxious, just notice that, hey, I'm just not in the present moment right now. That's basically mm-hmm. what I got from that quote. And so for me, um, a really good technique and tool is some of those nervous system techniques. So um, for me, it's really just deep breathing. That's mm-hmm. a really good one. Because, And I'll explain the exact some exact breathwork techniques in a moment. So mm-hmm. when we are traumatized or we have a lot of trauma, we naturally have a lower capacity for stress. And so then you can naturally begin to um, be anxious more easily and get feel more down more easily. You can feel more overwhelmed quicker. And so we want to increase our capacity to handle stressors. So breathwork is a beautiful component of doing that. And so breathwork, Mm -hmm. some techniques that I recommend to really stimulate that vagus nerve, our vagus nerve controls Mm -hmm. whether or not our Mm -hmm. fight or flight system gets turned on. So breathing in for four, holding for seven, exhaling for eight. But if that feels too much for you, you could do some square breathing, inhale for four, hold for four, exhale for four, hold for four again, or inhale for five, hold for two, exhale for eight. Um, That's a really great one. Um, So those are some breathing techniques that I really, really vibe with and really resonate with. Um, And just shaking out your body, like intentionally shaking, you might feel like you look crazy, but allow yourself (laughs) to even just shake it out. Even that's if that's for two minutes to your favorite pump up song, starting with your hands and just shaking it all out of your system. Mm -hmm. Um, Nostril breathing is another great one. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, also just having this is like a really underrated tool. Um, this isn't even like a tool. This is just something that will greatly improve your mental health and anxiety overall is having people in your life who genuinely like support you and are kind Mm -hmm. to you. I know that might seem so like generic and obvious, but like when we are surrounded by people who want to dim our light, who want to, to, you know, make us feel small people who we, our nervous systems don't feel safe with our nervous system Mm -hmm. will co-regulate, meaning we will attune to their Mm -hmm. nervous system. So if someone else is dysregulated, it's easier for us to become dysregulated. So having Mm -hmm. those people that are committed to doing them, doing the work themselves, whether that's through their own personal, um, growth journey, through their own therapy, through their own, um, observations, because we need people who can support us in our journeys and, you know, who we feel safe with. That's really a huge key. <laughs> so those are some techniques. I could always share more if you wanted some more, but yeah. <laughs> maybe that's a great place to start not to overwhelm you. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, I feel like we always can give more techniques. I mean, there's so many, but I think the most important thing is just to have a few that you actually do and they work for you. Um, because I find like that, uh, what I do, or I done in the past, sometimes I still do it 
meaning I don't do what I know will help me. And then I'm like, oh, why am I feeling so shady? Yeah, because you haven't done what you know you should be doing now. Like, why are you even right. surprised? Um, so yeah, I really love that quote. Thank you so much for uh, allowing that inspiration to move you to share it because I'm, I think I'm going to be like applying that. I, I just took a deep breath when you said that, like, just notice when, uh, you are stressing out, it means that you're not present. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, that's so true (laughs) (laughs) in my body. So for the rest of it, at least today, I'm definitely going to be, implementing it and moving forward definitely going to be doing it more of that because it's can be so powerful just that moment of acknowledgement when we are heading towards even more dysregulation in our nervous system to pause and become aware that this is happening (laughs) yes yes and and just witnessing it without judgment witnessing Mm -hmm. oh maybe my heart's racing witnessing maybe I'm starting to feel tense in my body maybe I'm starting to feel like I'm sweating you know just holding compassion for that for for yourself because really it's it's that little girl and boy inside of you that's reaching out that really wants your support and love and care and we Mm -hmm. can't change through shaming we can only change through love that is very true and I think this is just the perfect moment to end (laughs) this episode Mm -hmm. so the people who've been listening to it will really take that away with them. It's just so profound and simple, but at the same time can be so complex being self-compassionate. So this is also my wish for everybody out there in the world to just tap into that remembrance of, yes, this is just our inner child reaching out to us in stress and the best thing to do in this very moment is to reach back with love and understanding and even just curiosity about what's going on for them in this very moment so i just want to thank you so so much for coming on and it was so good to meet you even though on zoom but as i said before we start recording this episode it's so cool to know that you're a real person (laughs) (laughs) with a real story so just thank you so much thank you so much for listening for having me on it's such an honor to guide those on this trauma recovery and anxiety recovery journey i am just so grateful to be here and so grateful that you had me on it was so beautiful to get to connect with you as well so thank you so much yay thank you thank you thank you ah thank you everybody for listening wishing you so much peace and calm and compassion and we got this we got this (laughs) bye everybody and if you like this episode you can help me to spread the word about it feel free to leave a review and share about it with a friend i really appreciate your support thank you